Welcome in to the Champions Dynasty Podcast. I am your host for this episode, Tony, out of the 58 West King League. If you're on Twitter, you can follow our league and our podcast at 58WKingPodcast. So we're putting a bow on our inaugural season today. It's been one hell of a grind getting through this year, but we made it. And to help us cross the finish line, I'm recapping our championship matchup between Chris and myself and also giving out some end-of-season awards. So let's get right into it with the championship recap. championship matchup did not disappoint cd's nuts taking on the banana stand ogv against 58 west king we were throwing punches all weekend i had 32 from josh allen on monday night 12 from aaron jones who got banged up in that game 17 from nick chubb 8 from robert woods 17 from calvin ridley 23 from jd mckissick 13 from george kittle who returned just in time and then a two from robbie tanyan not bad overall, 128 in total, which is a solid performance. And on the other side, Chris had 19 from Russell Wilson, a dud from Derrick Henry, who had nine, Miles Sanders with 19. Brandon Cooks went off with 27. He had a hell of a game. He got a zero from Corey Davis, a blistering 41 from Stephon Diggs, 14 from Austin Hooper, who was the only pass catcher Baker had on Sunday. You'd think they'd run, but I believe they had nine carries in the first half. Not sure what the hell they were doing there. They were missing four wide receivers, I believe, who were out because of COVID contact. And Chris also had nine from Swift. So 140 to 128 was the final. Chris is our champion. OGV takes the first title. And I'm sure Matt and Mike are proud. Well done, guys. So damn good season. I thought it was a success. We gave out a handful of mid-season awards back in week eight, I believe. And our inboxes here at the Champions League headquarters have been blowing up with requests for more. So back by popular demand, we've got our end of season awards. first award here we have the race hell praise dale award another award ceremony another race hell praise dale award it's no secret that this manager sports a thick manly mustache he's also recently started wearing authentic dale earnhardt gargoyles sunglasses you cannot see through these lenses what's he looking at under these bad boys i don't know but they look amazing paired with that mustache this year's end of season race hell praise dale award goes to mike prokop out of the ogv league 
Nice work, Mike. And due to a binding endorsement contract that stipulates we mentioned Powerade at each award ceremony, I just want to say that Powerade is delicious and that it cools you off on a hot summer day. And we look forward to Powerade's release of Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Next up is the Josh Peterson Memorial Award. This award is named after a fantasy football manager that we all love to hate. His name is Josh Peterson, and he is very familiar with finishing in last place. So it makes sense to give this award to our SACO on the year. It's worth noting here that in accordance with Article 9.5, that our SACO is determined by the manager who is in last place at the end of the regular season. This year's Josh Peterson Memorial Award goes to Trey Schleister out of the 58 West King League. Our next award is the Aaron Hernandez Man of the Year Award, more commonly referred to as the Hanging with Aaron Award. Oh, Jesus. Many of you are probably familiar with the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. That award recognizes an NFL player for his excellence on and off the field. Our award does not do that. The Aaron Hernandez Man of the Year Award is meant for the manager who was inexplicably the worst manager and possibly person based off of his actions in the league this season. This manager made some mistakes. He started multiple players who were not active during multiple matchups. It cost his team, his league, and his family those games. These actions are abhorrent, disgusting, and downright shameful. That's why this year's Aaron Hernandez Man of the Year Award goes to James Michael out of the Taco Court League. Next is the Tight Ass Award. This award was created to recognize the manager who was most economically cautious with their fab. The manager who refused to spend $100 on Robbie Tanya. Guilty. This year's tight ass award goes to, well, it appears we have a tie between Clint and Luis. Both of these guys saved all $100 of their fab. Under normal circumstances, we'd have these two perform some kind of physical challenge with their asses in front of the entire league. But as we are under COVID restrictions, we've got to change it up. I'm calling this one in favor of Luis, who physically has the tightest ass out of the two. Well done, Luis. Our next award is the Cutest Redhead in the League Award. Despite his attempts at triggering Brandon and myself in just about every league we play with him in, this one is going back to Chad. He's now the back-to-back winner of this bad boy. You're still the reddest in the league, Chad, and you're still the cutest. Next is the Best Commissioner Award. Our league is made up of commissioners from each of the leagues that we pulled managers from, so 58 West King, Taco Corp, OGV, and Meaty Clackers. I've been taking notes all year, and diligently grading each commissioner. The result, the commissioner who's gone above and beyond his call of duty, a man who's been removed from his comfort zone each and every time we shove the microphone in front of his face. This commissioner also ensures that we always dot our I's and cross our T's. He pays attention to detail, and he's also got the league's financials in order, so we're not trying to piss him off. This year's best commissioner award goes to Matthew Kendall, the commissioner of the OGV League, Matt, nice work not investing all of our money in Bitcoin, which you actually should have done. Bitcoin has gone through the roof and we probably would have tripled our money. So food for thought there. Our second to last award is the League of the Year Award. We didn't make this league to pin leagues against one another, but we're all competitive assholes. And this absolutely adds to the thrill that we get out of meaningless competitions. So of course we're tracking this and made an award out of it. This league put together an outstanding 2020 campaign. Two managers were wrecking shit all season and finished 1-2 in the regular season. And the third manager compiled what appears to be a very competitive roster for 2021 and beyond. It remains to be seen, but what's clear is the success and the win-loss record. With a final regular season record of 24-15, and our league of the year is 
the OGV League. Yo, OGV, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But 58 West King had one of the best seasons of all time. One of the best seasons of all time, especially Trey. Our final award is the Manager of the Year Award. This award is for the manager who exceeded expectations. It's meant for someone who fought against all odds and still came out on top. Now, under normal circumstances, it is not meant for someone who wants to be a lion. But based off of his performance this year, we were forced to make an exception. This year's Manager of the Year Award goes to Chris Bacon out of the OGV League. Nicely done, Chris. That does it for our end-of-season awards. So our weekly episodes are coming to an end as the fantasy season has wrapped up. However, we still have to tie up some loose ends with final league standings, our Sacco punishment, and 2021 draft order. So please keep an eye out for those and potentially some other content between now and the NFL draft. You're here listening to this show, so do yourself a favor. If you have not already, check out the Taco Corp and 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. Those shows are two of the four leagues that feed into the Champions League and have a ton more content, guests, and entertainment value. Those are available just about everywhere and hosted by two commissioners of this league, Nate Molinay and myself. In those shows, you will learn a lot more about the three managers that come from each of those leagues. There's also an upcoming court case taking place deciding the fate of one of the managers in Taco Corp. You don't want to miss that. All right, guys. It was an absolute pleasure organizing this league putting out weekly podcast episodes, and getting to know everyone. I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, and I hope you guys have a Happy New Year. Congrats again, Chris, and I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Goodbye. up the grill earlier i had three hot dogs no big deal three hot dogs what kind could have probably had six easy hebrew hebrew yeah man kosher big kosher the ballpark or, or uh hebrew that's it yeah what do you do kind of i don't know man like i do a bunch of different shit like it depends like if i'm doing it just for me i i'll get like hot links more likely yeah i'll get hot links and then like a couple like bigger sausages or something like that a polo sausage or something oh yeah like so that i can like you know like I got a, I'll eat those. Like I don't know who makes them, like Bar S or something like that. They're like they're not the greatest, but they fucking do the job. So have you ever had Big City Red Polish sausage? No, no, they're pretty fucking good. I used to work at a bakery and we had like hot dog carts. So the chicks worked at the bakery with like all the baked stuff, the sandwiches, and the dudes pushed the carts out in the mall, and we sold hot dogs and like churros and shit all day. But nice. we had Big City Reds, and I would eat like two or three a day. Yeah, not the healthiest, but. Damn, those things were good. <laughs> I remember it was, I think I was still in high school. Either way, I was hungry. We'd get hungry and we were poor. We were, in, we were in school. We were working for a reason to afford like our cell phone or our trucks or vehicles. And we'd put like condiments on the buns because they didn't inventory the buns. It was like trays, right? Throw away. Yeah. And we would just eat the fucking, the bread and ketchup and mustard <laughs> and relish. <laughs> when I worked at Walmart, when I was working overnight, like I started off in uh, the swing shift doing foods and it was before we were super yeah. walmart and then we became a super walmart i moved overnights and i was building bikes and stocking pets but when i was building bikes i'd have like a little like a little cave in the back that was just like under a rack essentially right like a six by six to build bikes in I had a rate yeah. shit but we would go get stoned at fucking lunchtime and then we'd come back and i just walked to like the bakery because now we had a fucking full bakery right and just got yeah. a full pumpkin pie 
So for like three months straight, I ate pumpkin pie for lunch, like a whole pumpkin pie. And I just sit back there stone as hell playing like whatever edited CD I stole from the fucking yeah. <laughs> the electronics department and claim and um, just sit and eat a pumpkin pie. Do you miss it? I I loved that job, dude. It was my it was the best job I ever had. Like I don't know how far below the poverty line you were back then, but I was close. But I miss it too. Yeah, I was living at home too. I just got out of high school. Yeah. I was like seventeen, eighteen years old. Yeah, and then couldn't afford a place yet, and all that. Yeah, I couldn't came with that place, and then um, I just spent all my money on dumb shit. Like I was doing okay working at Walmart, and I'm like, making like what twenty five, twenty six k or something like that right here. But it was going to like the casino on payday like because we work nights so we get off thursday morning or yeah. friday morning we get paid on thursday get off friday morning go to the casino if we won that night we go to the strip club we, then we just go to the strip club and it's like the most run down town and we got a strip club in it and it just so happened to be right behind like my family's business yeah <laughs> so it was awkward because it'd be like all right i gotta get out of here early so then i <laughs> get out like helping my mom on a friday night and then go take a shower and stuff and like my mom could drive by the strip club on the way home and see my truck or my car parked out front. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like he's coming home at three in the morning, smelling like glitter and all kinds of other shit. So Queen Haskins establishments. Yeah. I wonder if Rui Hachimura was with him since he's got like a severe case of pink eye. 